Greetings everyone and welcome to another episode of Parapop Philippine Anime Review Analysis Podcast and I'm your host, Rafi, Rafael, call me one or the other. Today's gonna be episode 6, as from previous, we're gonna be talking about Kumo Desganika, I'm a spider so one in English, Ijerinai de Nagatoro-san, don't tease me Nagatoro-san, and Zombieland Saga Season 1 and Season 2. So, going up with the first anime that we're going to be reviewing for today, which is Komodesuga Nanika, I'm a spider so what? The anime's overall pacing is completely new for me. Just to add up, the anime is an adaptation of the light novel created by Baba Okina. So here's my vague version of synopsis and character stuff. One may say that it's just a random individual being isekai or transported into a fantasy world as a spider. It brings you in a false sense of understanding. And this is specifically the title. But the entire season of the anime focuses more on the characters and barely on our spider MC. Well, to bring it back to general synopsis, it is still an individual being born as a spider, but with some people as well, but not as spiders, but as normal humans of different race and or status. And you guess it, most of the screen time are on them and not on the spider. The anime presents us first to the spider MC, which will understand how she acts and solve problems on her own. And of course, with that, we grow with her, both in intellect and power. Our character's name is Kumoko, previously known as Wakaba. She is a Japanese student isekai in the fantasy world along with other people. And she happened to be reborn as a spider. Her character is introverted, but her inside thoughts are borderline crazy, which makes it somehow entertaining. Since throughout the anime, uh, at her scenes specifically, you, we would only hear her inside voices, or how she thinks. We'll get to know her character and we should continue to evolve into a much more powerful type of spider over time. Upon reaching a new evolution on the spider tree, he, she would then acquire this skill called the taboo skill, which upon max level would give you all knowledge upon the world they live in. Depending on the intellectual capabilities of the individual, uh, all this knowledge might take a while to take in. So this pretty much makes you all knowing of the world's situation. And of course, only people of importance could have such skill. As for the other characters, these are students as well of the same section where they were all isekai. One of the students became the hero and of course, reunited with some of them. By this, a lot has happened that we ourselves, anime watchers, would know. To shorten and make things simpler, a school exploded which caused death on many which were all transported to a fantasy world. The explosion is caused by disturbance of the fantasy world. And now, they all try to reconnect and fight against greater evil. Going back to the anime review, I liked the twist by the end. And it just kinda, you know, connected every missing pieces together. And, you know, I got it. Though I really hate the feeling of being lost most of the time when showing the scenes of the other characters. It is only entertaining when it's the spider, but on scenes of other characters, it's about lore and what's happening in the world. But somewhere in there as well are cuts of the past and present scenes. Well, for us new watchers, we'll be confused most of the time, but hints will be more and more obvious in the end, we'll just summarize that all up and patch it all together. Does it feel rushed? No, it felt fast and as it should be, big stuff were happening and we had to know it. Man, I, have I grown attached to our main character because of how hilarious and realistic she is with her decisions. Though, 
even though I've mentioned on the doctor that she has like borderline crazy thinking, <laughs> but it's pretty realistic with her situation. I enjoyed watching this and I'm looking forward for season two. The animation is good, going between CGI and 2D animation and some certain scenes, and I personally like it. Is it flawless? No. But it's bearable and acceptable enough that your eyes sometimes don't even register as it being wrong anymore. I don't really have much against CGI, but it's just mere preferences and me choosing a combination of both instead of going full 3D which they did on some certain scenes. On the topic of 3D CGI, always brings me to Berserk Level 17, which is funny because the studio that created the said cursed anime is the same studio. Not that they have upgraded a lot of quality, but certainly an upgrade in comparison of their previous work. I'm talking about Berserk. The studio that created this is Mirapensi, totaling over 24 animes created. To add more comment, looking at Copcraft, which has great quality in both animation and just quality overall in plot and story, it saddens me that they weren't able to apply the same visual quality with Berserk. Regardless though, the anime has mad sound design and great background art. I haven't read much of the novel, but I should be able to keep up soon. Do I recommend it? Yes, it covers all kinds of action fantasy drama. But of course, that usually doesn't bother our spider MC that much. It's a nice perspective to have. It doesn't feel as stressful. It's either an idea Nagatoro-san or don't tease me Nagatoro. It's an anime adapted from the manga created by Nanashi. It may occur that this anime is to be another cliche rom-com, but let me tell you, it ain't. Something about a lot of manga nowadays that focuses on the pure and innocent thoughts. And hell, I am I loving this good moral driven trend. Alright, so let's get into the synopsis. Mr. Shy and Spineless Person meets energetic sadistic girl. But both are attached to each other by pure romantic thoughts, not driven by loss or any explicit ulterior motives. And that's pretty much what this anime is all about. We slowly see them get closer by each episode. Like, every slow, but man, strong ship, forever sails. I'm really glad that they adapted this, saw the promotion of Yurio, and I just stopped reading the manga and just waited for the anime. The voice for Nagatoro was just outright flawless, and the entire season pretty much is most of what the manga has for now. So if you're planning to binge watch this and then continue into the manga right after, this is the anime for you. Even right now, you'll catch up immediately. But as for experience, they've mixed up some chapters in the manga uh, in different order. So you may face some confusion, but you can just glance on the chapters and check if you've read them at all and work on the next one. As far as technicalities go, honestly, I think the visuals and overall design are very good. I enjoy the look they gave the anime, the animation is great. I don't really have that much to complain here. So if you have time, please do check this anime out. It's warm and cute. For the next one. Zombieland Saga. 
Zombieland Saga is an idol type of anime. It's like Love Live, Idol Master, Umamusume, you get the gist. So here's the synopsis of the anime. It all starts with this girl named Sakura. She dreams to be an idol until one day she dies from a traffic accident from your almighty isekai truck. 10 years later, she wakes up with no memory of her past. While in a place in Saga Prefecture, then she met this guy named Kotaro Tatsubi, which explained himself that he has resurrected her and six other zombie girls from different eras. For the purpose of economically revitalizing this uh, saga through means of an idol group. Kotaro then takes the role of an abrasive manager and starts scheduling events, while the girls go along with it and eventually thought of their group as Fran Chushu. On later episodes, they would all know their past and how it all correlates to saving the saga prefecture. The season 1 focuses more on the comedy bit since they were all just getting to know each other and their team cooperation was just getting started. And truly, it is a blast. They all have defining characters which I find awesome and I find myself attracted to the characters because they all match to split the diff and get the bread. So, Zombie and Saga in a nutshell is pretty much zombie girls from different eras coming together to revive Saga Prefecture by being idols. The animation is good. Most of the scenes are animated very well in 2D, and it's only some of the dancing parts that are animated in 3D, which I don't really have any problem with. Throughout the anime, I've never felt a lack in visuals. Well, sometimes it might just feel bland, but that's just me. There might be some scenes that may feel repetitive, but those are just the uh, repetitive feeling some animes give you, and you just learn to accept it. The anime has its own bits which you would really enjoy. Season 1 had a chaotic feeling in it, but in a really good way. It is enjoyable chaotic energy, while Season 2 is more serious and practical uh, under the theme of being idols. And of course, they have mad sound design and the idol songs are just outright top notch. Each of the characters have their own song and man do I really enjoy it. Zombie Saga Season 1 and Season 2 was created by MAPPA. MAPPA has created some mainstream animes which took up not so long ago, such as Jujutsu Kaisen and Shigeko no Kyojin, totaling over 69 animes. Nice. So that's about it. Do I recommend this anime? Yes. Even if you're not into idol type of anime. And so that ends today's podcast. I got college finals coming up, so I'm not gonna be reviewing more, probably next month or the next episodes. But uh, if, I, if I don't, I'll make sure to compensate with more episodes and animes to review. And so, ladies and gentlemen, this is Parapo, episode 6, BDB the Video Analysis Podcast. I'm your host, Rafi, Rafael, call me one or the other. See you guys around. Take care.